Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition. Gary Spikes and Walsis, Catherine. So, as everybody starts to filter in, good evening, Brian Barber. Let's see what else we got in here that's starting to stack up on us. So, how are you doing there, Chris? Good. Good evening. How Squatch you doing? Holler. And Walsis. We'll run through here real fast. So, we got an interesting topic tonight. Very interesting topic. Something that people do not want to talk about. Hey, Roger Blair. Welcome, everybody. Interdimensional Bigfoot, D. Crosley. Hello. So, I noticed during the years involved in what Val calls Bigfootery, right? I love that, mm-hmm. how he coins that term. And you got doggies and footies. <laughs> yes, cat. I had to plug that one in. But uh, I noticed something, you know, because there are shifting positions on whatever Bigfoot or Sasquatch is in, in this realm, reality, right. who's reality. But I notice people are starting to think outside the box and look at things. And what really brings stuff to my attention, Wendell Mosley, thank you for the message, is that I have paranormal groups that investigate ghosts in the afterlife are starting to believe that these beings, creatures or whatnot, have abilities that we do not know. Mm-hmm. Now, I know for a fact, hello, Melinda, welcome. Hopefully you're getting feeling better before you go to work. And uh, we have had people on the show for the audio listeners that maybe missed it. Reach out to me. I'll, I'll tell you what shows if I need to. That actually... If you want to believe it or not, which I do, I've done enough interviews in my lifetime that actually have taken the lives of these creatures. Yes, harvest. Are they flesh and blood? Yes, I do believe they are. Do they bleed? From the testimonials, the interviews, the records, shows it does, they do. So if it bleeds, it can die, right? You think? So, hi, Irene, welcome. Prospect USA. But to see the aftermath, whether it's G-Man or certain government agencies involved, uh, after they taken a life, uh, has some consequences. We also have testimonies on shows before people that's been on shows 
that actually slipped and stated that they were either involved or participated in taking a life of one of these creatures, beings, however you want to call it. And people tell me all the time, well, I don't believe in this and that. I believe in this, and if you don't believe my way, then it's the highway. Well, I look at, yeah, Irene, we're talking about weird stuff. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we look at aliens and UFOs. Everybody said back in the 50s, I believe it when it lands on the White House lawn. They did it not once, but did it twice. And people still don't believe. So we look at animals and creatures, right? In our reality, let's look at the famous chameleon. What does it do? It can change colors. It can change the pigment of its skin to fit in the natural surrounding of its environment. Just like an octopus or a squid. That is the next one. Now, can anybody explain to me, without a PhD or an MD, or anybody that's in science, how these creatures can do that in layman terms? You know, how can a creature like an octopus be pink, then sit on the ocean floor and look like rocks? So, you know, in a court of law, Gene Hudson, if somebody witnesses a crime, that is testimony. And I can take that and file charges. So if you have these people in society, whether it's North America, South America, Russia, UK, France, wherever. And these people are saying, yes, the bioluminescent plankton, that's another good one. They couldn't understand why the ocean was in colors. But if we take this and we apply science, right? And how you do science is that you look at things as a probability or a possibility. Now, I am not here to convince you my beliefs in what I believe in, because I used to be that person that used to draw the line in the sand, and I would not believe anything past this line. Ladies and gentlemen, I put on record before I believe in fairies. We had them shown and seen on a show. Now, the people that have the fairies does not have the capability to produce holograms or anything like that. And it was live during a show, and I lost my stuff. So, and there's other things out there, unfortunately. No matter what we bring forward as evidence, especially with AI, what Chris and I talk about all the time on all the shows. Mm -hmm. And we see all these videos like the Colorado Bigfoot on the train. When that first came out, the first thing I said, it's not real. 
And I, I gave the reasons why I believe that. Now, people ask me all the time, Grizzly, is this photo or video real? And I had a conversation last night. And I told the gentleman, Brian Barber, that I cannot tell you if it is or not because I do not know who took that video or where it came from. Now, we have people on the show before, whether it's this show or other shows that we have with our network, that people said that, yes, we have performed an autopsy on a Bigfoot. We had people on the show during an interview didn't even realize that they confessed of being involved of one that was taken. And Chris knows because I'd be like, did you see this? And I would, and it always tell people the human body, the human mind will always want to tell the truth. If you know how to interview, you can get confessions and admissions without them even knowing it. That is a good interviewer. Anybody that interviews that has any law enforcement experience background knows what I'm talking about. It's, it's very simple. It's not hard. But you have to learn the techniques. And I said on other shows, D. Crowley says, what scares me is I don't want man to start killing them off because we have a lot of understanding of them. That is false. I repeat, false, false, false. We know what they are. The G-Man does. The Vatican has things in their vaults that will crumble the history of man and religion. That is a fact. People have been under oath in these three-letter agencies that had a chance to go into these vaults back in the 60s and 70s and said on their deathbed what they witnessed that things would be rewritten. They have technology that was back from three or 4,000 years ago that should not exist, but does. There are things that the movies put out. They know it's real, but it's sci-fi. And what happens? It becomes reality. Turns into and a I gave Chris <laughs> a bunch of movies and we do it. We do it to each other. And watch this. And, and every time I make a statement about stuff, people laugh, laugh. I'm doing that for the audio people. Because today is tomorrow's reality. So I don't have a PhD or an MD by any means. But welcome, Luna. But all the people that I have spoken with, interviewed, had on the shows, has their opinion. Now, Chris and I, Chris concoction this show up, and it's going to be very interesting. But when I day. have paranormal people tell me that I never believed in Bigfoot, and I'm out here investigating Googles and ghosts and goblins. And next thing you know, we're coming across these things. Ladies and gentlemen, if I have 5,000 people that tell me they see these things, I have seen these creatures. Have I been face-to-face -face like some people where I can look into the eyes? 
No. I got enough problems in my life. I don't need nothing else. <laughs> no, I did call Nana Boss out. And I told Chris that. Because she made it. a statement. And she said, and I quote, we can go back and pull the footage. I believe, in my opinion, that they are, they are forest people. Now, my question is, how do you know that? What are you basing your information off of? Because a lot of people say they don't believe in this woo. The woo is out the windows, ladies and gentlemen. If we're having all these encounters where things are cloaking, disappearing, you know, I mean, I got people in the UFO field that's on TV series that we're having on the show. They're like, Grizzly, you have no idea. I mingle with people in the government and this is blah, 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 blah. now. Are yeah. they going to come on the air and tell us all that? No. We had one guy on a show. I'm not going to mention his name because we ran his name through the mud the other day. Is that in his town, he is the tar and feather guy. No matter where he goes, he gets made fun of. And it is, it's awful because of his encounters and experiences. And what he did was, is he was outspoken and then went across and against the grain of their thinking in that society and realm of what they believe in these things are. I will prospecting. I'd be more than happy to. But when somebody comes forward and has PTSD and cannot sleep and have nightmares and emotionally break down on a show because of what they've done or what they was involved with in the encounters they had that they cannot wrap their mind around. There's something going on, ladies and gentlemen. So who's right and who's wrong? Well, for, for throwing it out there for Marty's sake and depends on how you define forest people for one, I would say for, I'll let her you know, kind of talk about this on our next and show. We will let and, her. and then the mind speak that she speaks of too. So I think there's uh, some gray area that has to be explained by her and how she thinks, but yeah, that that's uh, having a lot of emotion behind something is sometimes a shock value, right? If you believe in Bigfoot or if you're a researcher and you go out there and you stumble across Bigfoot. Now, mind you, if you get your, you know, crap scared out of you by one, you probably still have PTSD, but you're less likely to have PTSD versus somebody that had no belief. That's a deer hunter that's out and about and has a crap scared out of them by one. And you know what I mean? So you, you now your whole world has changed. So we got that aspect of it too, but yeah, it, it does come with some validity for sure. But the thing is, is you cannot, no one can say beyond a reasonable doubt, this is how it is. And that's it. it, it oh yeah. It, it's um, impossible. Absolutely. If absolutely. you look at it as a scientific point of view, there's two ways to look at it. 
right? Mm -hmm. The first one I said earlier was it's probability and possibility. You take out probability because we cannot say that, but we can say possibility. That's a scientific approach. And I always throw out Ron Moorhead as a person. Now, I'll bring him back on the show at any time. He's one of our admins. He's very easy to get a hold of. He wrote his book about quantum Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And before that book was published, he was a diehard one view, one way. But like he said, grizzly, over 40-something years, all these people cannot be wrong. I will not believe unless I see with my own two eyes. I don't need two eyes. There are things that are out behind my house. I cannot tell you what it is. Bigfoot, forest people, whatever you want to call them, elementals. I never have problems with electronics. I never lost any evidence on cameras. There is a lot going on. Now, I actually, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to mention the world-renowned psychic that I did an interview with a year and three months ago. That gives you a hint of where to go look. <laughs> I asked her live on a show, Appalachian Trail, tell me what's going on. What do you mean? I want to know what's happening. I'm missing people. She saw things that she would not speak of. It freaked her out on the show. I almost had to end the live feed because I didn't know where it was going to go. Because I, I really, I, 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 it was one of the interview techniques. I wanted to get a genuine response. And she Sponsor, went and yeah. in, in went and did her little thing the way she does it. I ain't going to tell you how she does it because it's going to tell you who it is. But you got to go back and look. And I got messages after that show uh, three or four days later, and it messed her up. So Squatch and Holler, I'm trying to figure out if I'm open-minded because I saw Bigfoot or I saw Bigfoot because I'm open-minded. That is the thing. I stand neutral because of all the accounts that Chris and I receive. We cannot say one way or another because they're genuine in these are people's encounters. Now, do people fake these? Yes, absolutely. Do we screen them? Yes. You know, there are people in this realm, in this community that should not be out there. It is. Yep. But I always told Chris and somebody else this, they're here for a particular reason. And I think that they take advantage of human beings. Now, I'll let your mind wander on that and let you decipher how far you want to go with that. And I think that's why certain people have communities, families, generations that live on certain areas of their property because they know that they're safe. Now, the question is, ladies and gentlemen, on your belief is how can something like this stay hidden well we look at the lizard the chameleon we look at the octopus and we can go on and talk about different insects and animals and species how they take the environment and blend in 
manipulate their body structures. You know, life, ladies and gentlemen, finds a way to survive. Now, to be kind of funny, let's look at Jurassic Park. They made these species where they could not breed. But life found a way to beat that. And that's how evolution works. You know, if we want to look about the fish, how they became animals and, and birds and mammals and all. I mean, we can go through the evolution process. That's scientific. And we base that information off fossil records. Smithsonian. I do believe that they have skeletal remains of what we want. The giant skeletons, I think that's part of it. If you look at the biblical reference, a lot of people believe that they're Nephilim. And if you don't know what Nephilim is, Google that. Those that don't know, the, uh, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, had acquired many giant bones back in the day as they were found in that region as well and made them disappear, much like the Smithsonian. Yes, photosynthesis is one way. There, So when we take science and apply this, right? And it was interesting because I want to show a video tonight, and I was afraid to because I don't have the rights to show it. But it took our three-dimensional world that we see in, right, mm-hmm. and turn it into a fourth-dimensional view. And the way they explain how it operated and work was so simple. It was mind blowing. It was like, why didn't somebody show me that 20 years ago? Because if I had a stack of papers, let's say this is like three inches thick. We see there's a gap, right? So that's three dimensional. But if you're on a fourth dimensional plane and you don't see three dimensional, only fourth dimensional, this is what you're going to see. And then when you get bigger and that sphere was actually on the flat like a quarter this is what they see so the the perception see so ladies and gentlemen we had videos before portals on the air uh whatever it was cloaking that freaked me out that kept me out of the woods for quite a while how many videos have we seen people saying they've seen stuff and they run in that direction with the camcorder or camera whatever they're using And it never came around that Gone. tree and it just disappeared. And nothing walked away from the tree either way. And how many times have we heard, I was tracking this whatever and the footprints just stopped. The tracks just disappeared. Just stopped, yep. Now, there are things that we do not understand. You know, we got the string theory, we got vibrations, you know, we know animals can see in different spectrums. We know that we can only hear in certain audible levels and humans compared to other other animals and like canines and how they can smell with their senses and their sensory. So what is possible? Anything is possible. But the thing is, is that when people come forward to talk about their encounters, why do people in the community tar and feather them like they did in the old days and blaspheme them and mock them? Because we hear it all the time, 
I will not come forward and tell my story because look at John Smith. Look how he got treated. Randy lost a lot when he came forward and told his story. He lost his YouTube channel. He lost a lot. I didn't mean to use his name, but it slipped. But yes, Brian Barber, I agree with your comments. But what I'm trying to say is look at it as a scientific way. Now, there was an incident, and Chris don't know this because he didn't watch the show, to where when you say something, you cannot retract what you said, and it can come back and haunt you. Example A. If we was on a show, it'd be Exhibit A. Louisville Chief of Police. Three years ago, she responded to a fatality. And it was a pursuit. And when the department was being sued, they asked her, was you wearing your body camera? She said, no, I was not. Charges didn't stick. So they went after the department civilly, the officer. A civil suit was between two individuals, not an entity. Mm -hmm. And they went and pulled the other officer's body cam footage. And that attorney brought back the intern chief, now chief, and said, on this day in question, in reference to date and time, was you there? Yes. Chief said I was there. Okay, was you wearing a body camera? No. Exhibit A. Boom. There she was on the scene. Guess what she had? A body camera. Chief, did you erase the footage? Whoa, the whole city went up in flames. Now she's lying. <laughs> she got caught in a lie. No, she didn't. You know how many scenes and calls of service that they go and respond to? Now, the proper way to answer that is, I'm sorry, that was over three years ago. I don't remember or recall that I was wearing a body camera at that time. I do not remember. That way, when something like this happens, you, you it's not a gotcha moment. Because now they're trying to pull the wool over her eyes and say she's a liar and they're trying to go through all of her cases. And even the mayor said it was an honest mistake. It was. So when you put something out there, people are going to remember that. And I told Chris this for the show. I, it wasn't a gotcha moment with Marty. I love her to death. I think the world of her. I'll have her on any shows anytime. But I want people to quit dancing and come out and say, this is where I stand. It's not, you're not right. Mm -hmm. Cryptic cowboy, you're wrong. It's not the proper way to answer. If you believe in something, then say you believe in it and stick by it. But you got to remember, scientifically, it's possible. It's possible. It's all, right now, it's all... And the scientific method, just think of a, a science fair project, right? Not probable, you, but possible. Well, no, no, I'm saying throw, throw it out there like a science, science fair project. What do you do? You come up with a hypothesis and you try to prove it. Now, in big footery, all we have is just theory. 
we don't have a conclusion. So we're still in that, that method. So nobody knows. It's all gray still. Everything that we do know is not been proven. So it's got to be at least considered. So if, if John Smith tells me Grizzly, they're this way and this is the only way they are, then what about the other 10,000 reports in the past three years that contradicts what this guy believes or this person believes? He, he has the right to an opinion. Doesn't mean he has a he does. Proof, proof or conclusion, but right? However you do choose to sign, do not taint or mock or make fun of or belittle somebody else with a different opinion. Right. Some of today's people are me, me only. I agree with the YouTube users. They don't agree to disagree politely with respect. That is the problem. So the hypothesis methods, test to verify, try, try again. But we have people on our show who's like, no, unless I see it, I don't believe it. Well, there's a lot of things out there in this world that I haven't seen, but I have to believe because I have other people that are credible telling me this is what they encounter and this is what they went through. So it's possible. I didn't say it was definitely. That's why I do not draw a line. And I'll, I will always listen to whatever side, whoever has whatever story and whatever encounter, because they're all either similar in some fashion. Because when you have paranormal investigators being like, dude, something ain't right in this world because I don't never believe in Bigfoot and I'm out here in this mm -hmm. haunted location and there's stuff making noises, knocking on trees, and we're like, we don't believe in this stuff. But you believe in the afterlife and ghosts. And then you got the UFO people, you know, that are saying, I've seen things come out of ships and next thing you know it's Bigfoot. Now, a lot of people are like, it's, it's, it's blonky. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea. Something's going on in the world, and people know about it. I just don't think we can handle the actual truth. No. I, I think, think it's, it's all, a mixture. I think it's all connected. I think it's UFOs, somehow it has the orbs, all that stuff's connected somehow or it some way. It has to be somehow. How? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I do not know. That's just my opinion. But, again, we can't prove it, but there's how do you throw out things that are again you start seeing all these can constant trends that happen like you say and people will see ufo then they somehow see a bigfoot and orbs same thing um there's too many things that go on and too many coincidences that happen and i don't believe in coincidences and somebody else says that a lot too and he has the right to say that because of his tenure and his experience and I don't discredit him in any way because he has access to information in reports that we don't. And he, he actually admitted it on the air one day to Chris. It's Chris asked him. And he said where he got his information. I was like, mm -hmm. I never asked because I already know. I put, I, I put it on the spot, but. It's all you know, I, but I, I knew I knew where he was getting it, but I, I was kind of more curious about where what, what he was going to do with it in the long run. But that's, that's I digress. He will that's not go back in the woods, ladies and gentlemen. And I asked him, and I and I actually called him out on on a show. I know why he does what he does to keep his mind busy. So yeah, I did hear that. There's just some things we can't explain. You're absolutely right, Luna. But you know, be professional about it, right? 
I mean, I'm not going to come out here and call somebody a liar. Because there are people out there that has the keys to the doors to be unlocked to teach us. Now, some of it, ladies and gentlemen, I got to admit, you know, sitting on the front porch and running around the front yard. And I'm like, what the hell did you feed it? I mean, I about lost it. Didn't happen. I, I absolutely, I believe it happened. When I told that story to people in the paranormal field, they laughed at me. I'm like, no, it's credible. I believe it. There's no sign of deception or anything like that during the story and testimony because I, I, I punched toes in it a few times. Nobody knew I did it, but I did. So that is how we find a resolution in answers to our hypothesis or questions is to listen. You know, it's not like I can go out back and be like, yo, Bubba, sit down and let's, I'm going to dictate and you tell me your ancestry and tell me how you got here. You know, I mean, there are all kinds of theories mm-hmm. and they're all similar and tied somehow. It's got to be like Chris said. Now, the show that Chris put together is pretty intriguing. I got to admit, I, I have to, I have to give him kudos and I'm going to let Chris explain what we're going to do. Go ahead, Chris. Well, started with you, but uh, I'm throwing the twist on there and it's something I wanted to do before. So our next show, we're going to have a sort of a panel of guests that come on and they're just, we're going to I call them experts loosely, um, but people are experienced and ask them their opinion of Bigfoot, what they are, kind of like what we're talking about and a few other questions. Um, and um, one of them being what they would like to know about Bigfoot or the whole situation. If there's one question they would really like to know. And then the following week, we're going to bring some psychics on and see if we can answer some of those questions. And let me tell you something. You take people with abilities that don't believe in stuff like this and toss them in the mix. I did that on the case. It messed up. It messed the whole world up because they had no idea. They, they were, they thought they were going crazy on a case that they thought it was uh human being related humanoid. And it was possibly in a dog man attack and they just could not fathom. They, they, they couldn't process it. It wasn't making any sense because their regular routine, how they operated was debunked. It, they, they couldn't work on it. Couldn't get answers out of it. Mm. it. And they never had that problem. They're like, it's not making sense. Why am until, I getting... until you threw a little uh, bone to them to kind of yeah. let them know figuratively. So, and you know, and I had to explain to them, think outside the box. Maybe it's not human related. Maybe it's something to do with something else. And they're like, what? And that changed their whole thinking and their investigative process and how they come up with their answers. So, oh, yeah, Brian, it's going to be a good show because it's not a gotcha moment for anybody like Marty or anybody that Chris is going to bring on. We want to know and put them on record where they stand and why they stand, which is fine. But we also have to respect other people's opinions and thoughts. You know, I said this on the other show the other day. 
right before I went live, I was watching this post, and this guy didn't have a lot of money, and he bought something to fit in. And they mocked and made fun of this guy because of his clothes and his outfit and his shoes and the color of the paint on his dirty front door. It was like almost a thousand comments. I called Marty out on a show and she was like, Ugh! she didn't know what was going on. It wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. It, it wasn't. She didn't know what was going on. I wasn't going to tell her. I was going to let Chris tell her. Oh, well, you changed the subject, right? I, I went back and watched it and uh, you were talking about police stuff. And all of a sudden after Marty popped on and all, <laughs> you all of a sudden switched gears right at the I, moment. Hey, let me tell you something. If you're getting ready to get your butt beat, what's the first thing you do? You distract your opponent. And I always had a phrase. If I knew you are going to get physical, I would say one word and you'll be like, mm -hmm. and I would, I would take you right then and there. And everybody knew when I said that word, it was hands on. And it's funny as hell. I ain't going to tell you. I ain't, ain't going to tell you what show it is, but. But I ain't going to say, say now you got to say what the word is. <laughs> no, because you're everybody, especially Brian, be like, what? <laughs> That's what it, it's what it's for. It's just techniques that you learn when interviewing, you know, a comment was made and I stopped right there and I, and I grabbed a hold of that comment and I read it and, and she was like, Oh, and it's like, no, it's not a gotcha moment. Everybody in the world thought, Oh, where's Grizzly going with this? Well, welcome. Now we know, but I got people that I'm watching on TV right now. And I, Chris has watched them too, that they told me where they stand and, and they have like opened up doors and my mind, my, my, my thinking process. Then I go back and I'm thinking, okay, my encounters and what I've been seeing over the years and what I saw, you know, it's like, so there is a, a wealth of facts out there and how we take those and materialize them on paper and try to come up with something is how we do as a community and a society, not oust people. Yeah, man, ladies and gentlemen, there's stuff that Chris and I hear that it's like, whoa, that's pretty far out because I got people that are in other countries like that was on your show. And you didn't, why not? That was their encounters. So just like the video that somebody's talking about right now to me, I, I cannot answer if that's real or not. I, I don't know. Chris, you know, didn't believe something until he found out that somebody else knew the guy that did the video or the photo. And that changed his whole perception right there. Just like that. Changed it. And that's what we need when it comes to Bigfoot, paranormal, whatnot. However, you know, I didn't, I never read Ron Moorhead's book. I heard it's very good. Uh, people explained it to me. It makes sense. You know, he did a 360. So uh, he even admits it in, in his presentation. He's like, I would have told you you're crazy if you would have asked me how many years ago if I would have thought that. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. That was part of the conversation we had. And that turned a light bulb on because he has how many years experience dealing with this? And it, and it's and it made me stop and think, you know, well, I need to start you know, racing that line 
and quit putting it down. I, I, you know, I am a member of, I just went through my Facebook list. 1,867 Facebook groups. Good a lot Lord. of them I'm admins or moderators of, and they give me free will to advertise and post our groups in there, like Irene from Japan. But we earn those spots because of how professional we are. I will never disrespect anybody on a show. If if even though if I disagree with you, you're not gonna know that. That's between me and myself. I'm not going to portray that on anybody because I don't know. You know, people don't believe in UFOs. They're there. So, you know, admitted it. But there's a lot of things that I and Chris cannot explain to you all. And it's up to you all to digest whatever information you get from the shows and, and perform your own possibility not probability that's how we have to think it's is it possible i always use electric eel theory and i'm, I'm not going to pound that into the sand tonight people didn't know what that was when they got closed or touched that eel they did not know what electricity was gene I'd love to have you on the show. I know you got a lot of stuff that you want to tell. And you have a lot of experiences. But if I have 100 people telling me the same story, there's some validity to it. And that's what we have to look at. Same with water dowsing. Yeah. People didn't believe in dowsing until they tried it. And now they're yeah. dowsers. Yeah, they thought it was like witchcraft or something. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it. now I don't understand quantum mechanics and stuff like that. My mind doesn't work that way. My mind is law and all, everything else would pertain to that. That's the way I, I operate. Mm -hmm. And, but, you know, Catherine, Jean, Brian, Irene, you know, there's things that Irene has done and has abilities that we cannot explain. But when the government, Defense Intelligence Agency uses people with abilities to send nuclear submarines and Navy SEAL teams in to extract and to smudge people out of existence off of their intel. Man, that's remote, some real deep remote stuff. Viewing. That's some they real deep stuff, ladies and gentlemen. They use remote viewers and all kinds of fun stuff. So what about the thousand that don't tell their stories? That's, that's the problem because they see in these groups, the 1,867 groups that I'm a part of, how people are treated on what they say. Because the first time Brian, yes, Brian, he just shook his head like, what? Uh-oh, where's he going to go with this? You know, it was hard to believe how much this guy was feeding these, whatever you want to call them, peanut butter. Now, the Department of Natural Resources or Fish and Wildlife, whichever state you live in, hello, Keeper, True Crime, Paranormal, 
I'm glad you dropped dropped in. You know, they knew what he was doing. Just like when we called the Florida, what was that wildlife thing? Trying FWC, to get them, yeah, Florida Fish get, and Wildlife Commission, trying to get them to confess what a skunk ape was. They know what it is. They won't go on record. They're not ignorant. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna, you know, things are in law. So law, you have to have a definition of what the law is that you are protecting. You have to define that. That's why I call it a skunk or a skunk ape or a swamp, swamp ape. A swamp, swamp or a skunk ape, yep. yeah. So there has to be a definition somewhere on the books defining what that is. By law, you have to do that. But now, it why, doesn't define it. It just calls it out. But That's why is it? And I'm still paying off that credit card. I'll give you a laughter on that one. But why <laughs> is it that people know about these things, but... A, they can't come forward and tell Brian, look, dude, quit feeding the bears. Brian did his due diligence trying to get them to confess that it's not bears. I wish I lived close to him that when he got that call, but like, don't not say a word. We're going to talk to him together. So put him in a corner, make him oh, try to hell confess. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. They got him on things that they could have known him on when it come to littering, trespassing, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So they were prepared to to knock him off his pedestal. So Brian did the right thing. He poked the bear. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. But he poked it a little. I would have jabbed the hell out of it. But once again. Is everybody going to call Brian Barber a liar that he did not feed these things? And we hear it all the time. People are feeding them. Hell, I was talking to a girl that, I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> we were FaceTiming and she showed me right there the storm and there was Chewbacca, a female Chewbacca. And I was flipping out and she was like, hey, yeah, it's one of the watchers. I'm like, turn the phone back around. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And she like was more no worried about the damn hell and the lightning. And I was, I lost it. You know, and this is everyday occurrences, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what I'm saying. So there are people in big footering. Somebody said remote viewing. There are groups that know how to remote view and will tell people where to go to find to have encounters. It's crazy. And they will mind speak to them from different states. And they'll be like, so what do they do? They send the group to the other side of the forest or the field. And they come back, man, we were in the wrong location. We heard this and that. And, and, and they're laughing. They're like, if they only knew. Now, how can you debunk that? When you have people that knows how to remote view and tells Chris where to go, and they turn around and say, don't tell. And so they send them to, a, you know, 500 yards in the wrong direction. But they still get action. They're like, damn, if we would have been over here. And that, that's funnier than hell. It happens. Now, a lot of people will sit there and be like, Grizzly, you're full of it. Now, let me tell you something. I actually had somebody that astral traveled 
that flipped me out. I never believed in that because I was one of those ones. Until it happens to me, it's not real. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It did happen to me, and it flipped me out because as soon as it happened, the person called me. 3.30-something in the morning. What do you think about that? That flipped me out. Yes, uh, Keeper, True Crime, or, yeah, Edgar Casey. I know people that's been taught by him. Very good read. He has a lot of ties with a lot of things I won't say on this show, but it, it is. So there are things that actually happens out here in reality that we, me or Chris, or scientists that cannot explain. But it's possible. I'm a fat guy. F-A-C-T. I'm chubby too. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I want to clear that up for the audio people. Yeah, Gene Hudson remotes autocorrect. I know I hate autocorrect too, especially, you know, I don't know. They say it's my accent. I cannot do text to speech or speech to text on the damn phone. It never works out. It always comes it, out. It sucks. It's a terrible yeah. with all the AI stuff that they come up with. You think they could get that right? Yeah. So Karen Clayton, we have States in the United States that actually have laws on the books that you are, illegal to kill a Sasquatch or Bigfoot, and it is capital murder. Now, why is it on the books? Because they acknowledge that the creatures or things, whatever you want to call them, do exist, and they will put you in jail for murder. So, once Which again... states are those? Oh, you know? Uh, somebody fact-check me and Google that. I, I, I know three of them I probably can spout off, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to be wrong. I was just curious. But there's, I think, five now wow. that actually have them on the books. And there's some municipalities that also have town ordinances, which if you don't know about town ordinances, which you have your local city, mm -hmm. right, county, government, state, and federal. So within those jurisdictions, they trump down, right? If I own my own little town... I can make up my own rules if I had my own judge and a court system. City ordinances, county ordinances. Yep. They can they contradict. Can, they can add to. They can add to it. Or they can contradict. That's but true. the ones above will trump the lower ones. That's why state always trumps local. Mm -hmm. it, it, I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, New York's one. I know that one. Uh, there's a couple out in Midwest and there's a couple out in the West Coast. Uh, it's very it's very interesting because we, as people in the community, do a good job of misinformation ourselves, and that's a fact, and we really do, and that dilutes and pollutes what we're trying to understand. Now, I respect anybody's opinion. I always will always have. I will not say you're wrong. You know, I may think I don't believe it, but uh, Ford and Washington, uh, Washington's one. I want to say Oregon, and there's two other ones, I think. It's been a while since I looked. But usually when I refer, and this is why I don't, usually when I refer to law, usually I give you the statute or the ordinances. Yeah. And uh, just like the, the one that 
the one that's been called out that you were referring to earlier is the Suwannee, Lower Suwannee River, the FWC pamphlet brochure, but it doesn't state the actual statute. So that's what I was kind of curious if those are something we could research. But by law, you have to have a definition of what you're protecting. And that definition has to be defined by in the general public. So where they can understand it. And if you don't understand it, I'm not an attorney or proclaim to be an attorney, then that's why they have a number where you can call and ask questions. But they didn't want to answer it because they knew they didn't want to go on record. Mm-hmm. We almost had a confession. If I would have if I would have been in the right state of mind, we would have had a little more fun. But it was hard to do that because I had people live on the screen losing it. They're like, I He's can't hilarious. believe Grizzly's do doing it. Because I mean I called out of nowhere. <laughs> Give me that damn number. Let's call them. They're like, What? Yes. Now, with my credentials, I got to be careful because I don't want to, how do you say it, get in stir trouble the with the law? Yeah, stir the You pot. know, because if if I didn't have credentials, I would have been like, well, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know if I shot one or not because I, I got something on the table and I'm scared the hell out of it. Man, that would have caused a cavalry that my phone already been trying. I talked, I hung up on the They've FBI. been knocking before. on the door. I have called chief of detectives on cases before. I hung up on them, cussed them out. Yes, they traced my phone call, and I expected them to show up the next day. on the do- When that doorbell rung the next day, I was like, yep, I know who that is. Because I had people witness those phone calls. They're like, man, I can't believe you did that. Well, don't give me a number to call if I have information. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting. Now... Us doing this is not to say or belittle anybody that Chris is bringing onto the show. That is not my intentions or our intentions at all. Our intentions are. In fact, I'm bringing people that I know for a fact have different views. He picked them. I didn't. Yeah. I know some of their views already. Pretty much all of them. So I'm kind of choosing people that have different views for different reasons just as just to throw it out there. It's not, it's nothing exactly. We're not beating anybody up. We don't think anybody's right or wrong. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. And no that's matter all who we know. Rings, I'm ready. Right. I mean, you can bring Ron Moorhead. I'm ready. You, I was you hoping you'd make Obama. that phone call. You, you can bring Obama. I'm ready. Boy, you your, know, your, your flags were flown up on these platforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm switching accounts, right? so go ahead and knock me a couple of strikes. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. So, but it is. It, it it's not a gotcha moment, ladies and gentlemen. It's not our my purpose or our purpose or intentions at all. We want them to state what they want to state for the record. And Chris is giving them an opportunity to ask people with certain abilities to try to answer some of their questions that they want answered. And see what the responses are. Now, nobody with abilities should be watching this show. I don't think. I don't. I didn't see anybody in the chat. So it's going to be interesting when they find out what we're doing because they're going to be like, "What?" So I was like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, that's why we got the panel." You said, "Wonder where you, do you think it, Do you think it would be better if they knew the questions ahead of time to try to come up with an answer, or do you think it'd be better on the spot? I would I wouldn't let them have the questions ahead of time. And the reasons why I say that is because some of them are going to have problems trying to uh hey Rev, 
welcome to the show have problems working on it on the spot because they never worked on stuff like this before that's why i was thinking maybe give them ahead of time now gene now don't get me wrong you know how i am i will ask a couple questions on the spot absolutely yeah i love honest reaction because a reaction right causes a chain reaction that's science so anything with motion stays in motion <laughs> unless it's what? Right. So that's what I love about interviewing. So, but uh, YouTube, you crack me up. I don't want to know who this YouTube user is. Right. You got you to gotta put your name out there. Uh, some of it is going to be blind Karen Clayton or Clayton. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you, but I don't want them to be feeling awkward being put on the spot that they never worked on anything like this before and feel embarrassed because some of them are going to have problems and some of them will probably start and maybe not finish. I don't know. Yeah. This is a little I, different I really than don't. the cold case. The cold cases yes. are a little different feel. So even then you still give them some time, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when they go into the cases blind, you know, they just get a picture and, and they're off. They yeah. do their own little thing, and uh, now this one coming up is a is a recovery one. Mm-hmm. So I gave them a couple of weeks to, and man, I tell you, some of them come up with GPS coordinates. I'm like, whoa! whoa. I'm like, I don't 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 even tell me how you got that because I mean that freaked me out. So, uh, but it's it's interesting. But this is a good a good way to start off you know, is Bigfoot interdimensional? Not probable, possible. When you have people crossing lines saying differently and starting to switch their thoughts, that's a big movement, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big step because you got people that never believed in stuff like this that are out doing other things and and stumbling across this. There are more people out in the woods now that are open to other things. And that's why I think they're experiencing this. You know, somebody asked me, why is it that I never experience this, but other people go out and have it all the time? You know, it's like that animal, you know, people that have bears, you know, people go in the woods and never see a bear and people go out in the woods and they see a bear every time they go. Or that rare animal or that rare species of bird or insect or flower, whatnot. I think there is a reason and rhyme why they're here. And powers to be don't want us to know the reason why, because I don't think we can handle it. Just like the aliens and the technology. Because I told Chris this last night. You try to tell me we go from the 50s and 60s and the government's telling us that we did a 30-year leap in technology that took three to 5,000 years and it happened within 15 to 30 years? Explain that? No, because there are people on TV now saying that we know for a fact that they're re- trying to reverse engineer stuff, and they have whatever in a underground storage or facility. Now, you got Russia admitting to the same thing and now it's, it's just mind-blowing we're not going to go to ufos or aliens but window mosley i wish i could mind talk to them 
you can. You got to learn how to do it. How is that possible, Wendell? I was just referring to you earlier. I was wondering if he's going to jump in. How is that possible? I don't know. But maybe that's a good question as somebody that actually has experience in that because they, they actually tell you how to do it. You know, uh, when I start having my abilities, and I ask Chris, I'll, I'll poke with Chris all the time. Yeah, I mean, we'll be talking. I'll be like, chicken. How did you know what I was cooking? Just, I'll just poke him in a few times, you know, just to let him know that I know. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain. You just, you just can't explain. And that's what I'm saying. Not probable, possible. So, uh, we animal talk, same thing. Yes. Uh, E-Rev, but I learn. Uh, Wendell Mosley also, uh, Yes. I'm not going to even try to say that word, but I know what you're talking about. But there are people out there, Wendell, that knows how to do this and do it very well. I've got something out behind the house, ladies and gentlemen, that just mystifies me because I know there's something out there. I've there's because the encounters I have, it's there's it's possible. It's, Can I say probable? Most yeah. likely it is, but it's possible. Now, what if Grizzly, with all that crazy electronic stuff, that the Bigfoot are here to save us from the crazy AI robots that are coming to kill us later? Just throwing it out there. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's probable, but I'm just saying it's possible. And I mean, just, there you go. You know, when, when you have intelligence from another universe where the superpowers of the world acknowledges that our ufo silos get turned off multiple times and they quit reporting it to the public and people on their deathbed are like oh no not only did they turn them off they actually activate them now how do we know that, that they didn't because they saw them there when it happened that's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Too many people that were in the right places at the right time that are now dying off or doing their deathbed confessions and coming out saying it actually happened. Not only one country, but two. And we had a guy on the show is they're telling us, you all think you're all in control. You're not. You're not in control. This is the power we have. How is that possible? I don't know. I cannot answer that. Does it happen? It did. Not once, several times. So when people tell you that they go out in the woods and their things don't work, thank you, Catherine, for the reminder, that don't work. Hey, Cindy, welcome to the show. And their videos and pictures get erased. How is that possible? It's not probable because it did happen. You know, I thought I lost an expensive camera that I had for years. I took it on investigations, interviews. I, I used it for court. And ask Chris, before that one show, I had a meltdown. I thought I lost my camera. And it worked fine until I start putting up cameras. Red flag. 
what do they do not like? Cameras. We know. We have people that tell us, you want to keep them away? Put up cameras. We got one co-host, Barb. They throw rocks, sticks, and everything at them. She has the audio and video to prove it. So can they see these things? Yeah, they, they can somehow. I don't know how. I cannot scientifically tell you how they can sense these. Or Of course, I know they see them. Now, hell, I put them on trees and turn around and can't even see the damn things. We even <laughs> see we see animals that actually react to them. Not just yeah. the sound, but the light, too. So, so cause, you know, my daughter told me, she said, Dad, she won't go in the woods with me no more. She said, Dad, if you lost, remember those cameras that I couldn't get the coordinates off of, the GPS coordinates? Because mm -hmm. I take a GPS picture. Is, yeah, because yeah. I did. Yeah. I took it and I moved it. So I told her, it's the only thing I have to do is take my night vision goggles out in the woods and go in and start walking. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, because it will show me where the cameras are. Oh, it's bright as day. Yeah. So I know where I put them in a general area, a vast big area. I got like 37 cameras out, ladies and gentlemen, different makes and models, everything. Oh, no. Yeah, she had, uh, no. After, after her experience in the woods, going to get the cameras and the malfunctions, and she literally thought we were lost. I'm like, we ain't lost. We got this because we were putting stuff and go back and getting them. But electronics, yeah, the, they do put out certain homes of frequencies and vibrations and infrared, IR, all kinds of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's it's just incredible things that we cannot smell, hear. Sure the hell I ain't gonna taste it, so don't even ask me that. Elect electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm afraid to do the whistle. Somebody brought that up. I've actually thought about that. I've actually looked at some really nice whistles online. I'm afraid to do it. I've, I've done a whistle before. You're around you might Canaan. you might find it. So you know it's in in these things know what humans carry out there in the woods, and they're not afraid because the rumor is, and this is what we were told: what happens, Chris, when you attack one? If you kill one or attack one, well, they're going to get you back. They're going to get revenge. Oh. If you kill one, they say they'll kill three of you. We just went on record, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we've been told. And the facts say it's possible because of the evidence that was brought to us. And that's actually was told by Indians. Way so... Yeah, two layers of teeth. There's the man. We there. Uh, there are Don't so much started. about stuff. Of, yeah, that's that's a whole nother thing. But but I was so oblivious when I was younger. When I used to hunt, until people told me what was out there and what to look for, I never knew what those structures were, formations, or I. You know, I never. And and I can close my eyes and I can remember my dad and I walking. And he said, son, stop. And I froze. He says, 
smell that. And I did, and I'm like, he goes, the deer were just here. Baloney, Dad. That was not deer. That was not a herd of deer. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. Is it possible? Yes, anything is possible. But the road Chris is going to pay for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be very interesting. And if you have questions, ask them. You know, if you're too embarrassed to ask them, you know how to get a hold of Cryptic Cowboy. You know how to get a hold of me. That's why I put underneath my name, Facebook. Man, if you send me a message, bear with me. I get a lot of messages. I'll get to you. I will. Okay, I will. Uh, Me either, Grizz. uh, The year has been knowledge blowout. I've talked about it or footies before this year. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Window, I'd love to have you on the show, too, because you all have stuff that people need to hear. And I'm going to say Brian Barber's name one more time. Brian was hard to come out of the box because he was afraid. And he took that step. And I made sure that the doors were open for him and the platforms for him to tell his story. It changed Brian's life. He's doing other shows. He's involved with other groups. People are coming to him for, you know, information. You know, what do you think, Brian? You know, he was afraid, and he would tell you what would happen because what he saw, how people treated other people. He did not want to come forward. Ladies and gentlemen, that's sad. I don't like bullies. I don't like groups that tell you what to think and how to act. That's, look, man, I'm Second Amendment all the way. I think everybody in damn America ought to own more than one handgun and whatever else. It's your, if you want to go out and get a, a Barrett 50 BMG that costs 10 grand. I wish I would have bought 15 years ago and it would have been $6,200, but, you know, do it. doesn't make you a bad person, what you believe in. What makes you a bad person is how you portray yourself to others and how you act with others. That's the line, ladies and gentlemen, that you have to draw. Give people the opportunity to come forward and let them say what's on their mind. Whether or not you agree with it, scroll it. Scroll on. If you don't like the group, leave it. People that I associate with knows. If I have an issue, I will cut the branch that you sit on from underneath your ass. And if that doesn't work, I will cut the tree down and replant. I've got rid of co-hosts. I got rid of admins because of their actions. And I do not take any BS. And I will not. If somebody wants to come forward and have a show, you know, Chris, did you see yourself doing shows? No. I did. Because I believed in him. That's why I like Abraham Lincoln. And I have it on my phone tag and in my response on emails. And his quote is... And I was told when I was in civilians to take it down because it was racial. 
I'm in success today because I had a friend that believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. When I read that book 20-something years ago and some of the quotes about people in power, that's the only reason why I ever had success in life, because I had people that believed in me, just like Brian Barber. I believed in him. I know he wasn't telling me a lie, because he would have never made it on the show. There, yeah, a lot of people get mad. Why'd you pick him over her or her over him? It's none of your business. Are you paying my bills? No. I believe in people. And that's what everybody needs to do in society is believe. That's what's going to change how we work together and try to solve things. And it eats me alive to see how people act and treat other people in this community. And I've seen it on shows before. Unless I witness it, unless I experience it, it's not real. <laughs> well, hello, wake up. Everybody else is wrong. Don't think so. I changed my view. I, I'm man. I'll admit it. I believe in fairies. <laughs> I get crucified over that. And you know what? I send the video. They're like, what the hell was that? You tell me. Well, that's fake. No, that was not fake. Reduplicated. Show me how to, how they did that on a live show. There was no projectors or anything in that room there. And they were just like nonchalant. You know, they just love you. They just come out and play. And I'm like, what now? And everybody was jumping off the live, rewinding and watching it. You know, it, ladies and gentlemen, it's possible. Nikola Tesla has a lot of good inventions. Was it probable or was it possible? That's how we got to change our thinking. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting how Chris is going to take us down this this path. I'm very proud of him. It'll be fun for sure. I'm so, looking yes. forward to it. So we do have, Gene, we do have a uh, yes. Go ahead. We do have a little bit of a giveaway we're going to try tonight. Um, oh yes. Yeah, Mar I watched Marty do it on her show. Um, I, I just want to say for the record, I love Marty. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's not a so, gotcha moment, ladies and gentlemen. It, it was a pretty cool little thing she did, uh, and it's a tool done by StreamYard. But it's going to take some participants that are in the chat room. So if you participate and you get a chance, it'll automatically randomly draw a winner. So now yeah, I think, hey. I think of a keyword here. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to we're going to give away a shirt. So. Well, give me a keyword, Grizzly. Just one topic word. What do you yeah. think? Possible. Possible. There we go. That's a good word. So now, can you get... show them what you're going to give away? I can pull up. Yeah, so this was be... Chris's idea, not mine. So yeah, this is kudos. It's coming out. It's coming out of my pocket. So we're yeah. So Catherine, a giveaway. I, I, I don't know if I can ship it all the way to so Japan. The next or how much be... that'll cost me? So. Well, if if it's just, if I, if if it, I re wins, if, if it's Japan, I got it taken care of. But uh, hey, here's the deal: it's next show will be next Monday at 9 p.m. 
Chris has got some guests lined up. Uh, he's told me a few of them. He picked them, not me. It's his ordeal. But the psychics, I'm not picking. I'm going to let them pick if they want to do it or not. So, and Irene, if you want a piece of the pie, then you're, you're involved too. So, because you're very talented with your abilities. Yeah. So, the key word is possible. All right. So, before I go there, we'll just show the shop. So, this is on a shop that we have for Grizzly. It's Grizzly on the Hunt. So, you'll see some shirts and sweaters and even baby apparel. Pretty much got all kinds of different stuff in there. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you pick from. My, my 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 studio door just slammed. Uh oh, that just freaked me out. <laughs> Y'all did not hear. I mean, my meters went off the chart. No, I got I these little it. sound sound things next to my uh, computers <laughs> where every time I talk, and it peaked out. You, I, I can't believe y'all did not hear that. So, All right, so let's try testing this out here. Look, I haven't done this yet, so nothing. let's hope it works. If not, we'll all right, here we go. Way. Possible, and it's all lowercase. So, what you guys are gonna have to do in the chat room, just type pound hashtag. It's just the hashtag, whatever you want to call it. Impossible. P O S S. Yeah, here we go. Brian Barber did it. So, everybody do what Brian just just did. Just perfect, Brian. So, hold yes. on. Let me do. It. Let me start it now. Go ahead and redo that, Brian, just to make sure it counts you. All right. So, everybody do the pound possible, just like Brian Barber. Yeah, and that's going to enter you into Chris's little giveaway here. Normally, you got to put pound lower lowercase. There we go. Give a about thirty seconds here. We'll play some music here. Give everybody time to jump in. Says we got ten entries. All right, Cindy Simpson, uh, make sure put it all together. No spaces. Pound no spaces. possible. Just like you see it. Yeah, because if not, I won't enter you into the drawing. So we got another uh, few seconds here. Norma. <laughs> That's Pound not right, possible. Norma. <laughs> Just like it is on the screen in Brian. We'll give Norma a few seconds here. So we got like 30-something people right now. Did everybody... How many people you got in there, Chris? 15 entries. Oh. That's not... That's under half of people It's actually... Are you all embarrassed to put your name on the screen? Well, not everybody chats. Some people listen. Oh, two of them just jumped ship when I said that. I, I wasn't trying to call you out. <laughs> I want you in the drawing. They're like, I'm out. <laughs> All right. So we're ready. Norma's got it. All right. Uh, We're going to give last uh, uh, seconds here before you do it. There's 16. All right. All right. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Possible. There we go, Karen Clayton. Norma's got hers in. Has it changed any? Yeah, we're, we're stuck at 16, I think. All right, we're ready? Crazy fix. We'll let the music play. All right, music's over. All right, time to go. We're drawing. See who the winner will be. Now we have no control. 
keep her true crime and paranormal. Yeah, so this is a totally random, ladies and gentlemen. So congratulations. So hit uh, Grizzly or myself up with your address. If you're not willing to share your address, then let us know. Then we'll draw somebody else or figure out a way to get it to you. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll ship it to you. Yeah, the address is and, confidential. We don't. And, and well, and what we want to do is uh, let you pick kind of what you want. So you'll have to go. We'll share the link to the store and let you pick what you want and kind of go from there. So there you go. Yeah. See, you didn't know you was going to win something tonight. So, yeah. Brian, he's got a shirt. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. But so with this topic in mind, ladies and gentlemen, think got, about between now and next right week. Now. <laughs> uh, because whatever guest he brings on, there's going to be an opportunity for questions to be asked of them, too. Not just us. So, you know. If you want to throw some theories out and see what they think, then ask them. Remember, it's not a gotcha moment. It's, it's to pick their brains and see where they actually stand because we see them on shows or in the community or they have their own groups. But do they ever really voice their opinion? And that's why I'm saying put it on record. There's nothing wrong with that because I think if you do that and there is a possibility that other people will come forward and say, I'm one of those people that have that encounter as well. Or my encounter was different than that. So, and that can actually open up more doors and more possibilities. So, yes. D. Worm, hello there. So, but yeah. So, what do you think, Chris? You did a good job on that. I like that. Thank you. Thanks to Marty. She's the one who shared the whole thing, so. Thought it was a pretty cool little feature, and I'm definitely looking forward to our uh, our adventure next week, and actually next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We'll have, yeah, it'll definitely be a good show. And from coast to coast and around the world, ladies and gentlemen, Godspeed. We'll Hi, everybody. To the next show. Bye bye.